Welcome to Bean Pod by Upshot, the only Upshot podcast available. My name is Blake, and in front of me is Connor, the owner of this establishment, this fine establishment, as I should yes, say. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, today we have a pretty special interview. Um, North Roads Church is in the process of opening an Upshot Cafe, and joining us today is the man that's taking the task on. It's Jimmy. How's it going? Hey, doing good. I'm real glad to be here. Yeah, we're super excited to have you on. We've had a lot of people talking about North Roads. There's been a lot of you know, there's a billboard up and, you know, a lot of people have a lot of questions about, you know, what the operation is going to look like. And I think the best is just get you on the pod. So yeah, here you go. And um, yeah, we're, we're excited. Kind of, you got to, I know you've been excited. You've been talking about this a lot. I'm really excited. It's, I've wanted to have a cafe out West in the Wentzville, Troy area for a while. And I know a lot of our customers come in from those areas to come to Cottleville and the break shop. So when they approached me and they had this idea of doing something in Moscow Mills, it was a very exciting thing because I felt like it fit a need. Um, I was excited about the the team of guys we were getting to pair up with. You know, everyone that I'd known at that church that I'd had experience with, we we just had a lot of seemed like a lot of good things were going on and a lot of good group of guys that we wanted to work with. For sure, for and sure. And girls. Yeah. No, I, I've heard a lot of good things about North Roads and um, it's people, from, people, people. <laughs> and I'm just gonna jump in North Road. Oh yeah? yeah, we always yeah. do that, dude. It's uh, this it's is any, anyone we ever work with on anything. So I'm not gonna yeah, blame yeah. it on Connor, but I definitely when he, call it when North he comes Rose. in and he talks about the church. I've heard an S on the end, so not not to say anything, but uh, I just North just Road. if anyone ever wanted to look up our website northroadchurch.com, there's gotcha. there's no S in there anywhere. So a, I, I just like to make sure from that a that's theology clear. standpoint, there's one road, right? That's the idea. exactly okay, the one way. That's right. North Road is one word. One word, yes. Yep. Uh huh. Cool, cool. Well, that's a good clar- clarifying uh, statement. But uh, let's just dive in here, Jimmy. I just want to get an idea. First off, Jimmy, what's your last name? We just want to get this out. Combs. Combs. Jimmy just like Combs. Comb okay. your hair. Okay. Just Puff like- Daddy Combs. That's it. There P it Diddy. Is. P Diddy. <laughs> so, Jimmy, I just want to give our listeners an idea of, you know, what is your work experience? How, you know, we'll get into how it connected to coffee, but I just want to kind of get an idea of where you came from. Yeah, well, so I do have a, a, a longer history in retail in general, but um, probably one of the biggest portions was I had nine years of coffee experience uh, with Starbucks. Nice. And nine we don't, years. I, it's a dirty word on this podcast, no, I imagine. No, no, no. But I, mean, I think a lot of people in coffee have touched space with Starbucks somewhere, yeah. and that is just what it is, right? They, like they have a massively, a yeah, they have a massively important part of the story of coffee in America at this place, just getting it out uh into uh the public zeitgeist and uh yeah i got to be there during some pretty crazy uh wild exciting times some scary times um in in the mid 2000s uh there was a lot of change going on there but nine years with them um started as a barista and worked my way up into uh management with them and then i was a a store trainer um anytime they had store managers that were being promoted internally or exteriorly um, hired district managers would come to my store and I would spend 
uh, six months with them, getting them up to speed, uh, sending them off. And, and they had me bouncing around uh, some different uh, parts of, uh, I was out in the Denver area, Colorado, oh, nice. uh, for those nine years, all nine years. And uh, so they had me bounce around and open a couple new shops, um, open a couple of their drive throughs and everything. And it was That's awesome. It was cool, but it was uh, definitely challenging. Oh, I believe it. And I, I always say about Starbucks is they kind of changed the game for like people having an expectation to pay a decent amount of mo money for a good cup of coffee or whatever you want to consider coffee at, at Starbucks. Some people love it. Some people aren't the biggest fans, but they definitely kind of changed the market, I would say. So they're big. They're, they played a big role in third wave coffee being able to be born, really. Yeah. I mean, I always talk about what I think was a massive part of their um, uh, what made them so successful was they absolutely were not the first cafe right. to open in America or the first to even have multiple locations. They hung their hat early on in the uh, the world of customization. And you could come in and then um, also standardization. You could go to any of their shops, um, customize the drink how you liked, and have the uh, expectation that your experience should be as close to similar as possible from place to place. And, and then they just built a great platform on top of that. And then and now they're the massive beast that they are today. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's... Um it's cool that that's a lot of experience and within coffee within like a, a new realm, like nine years within any organizations, like a long time. And to say like all within coffee is pretty cool. Um, but then transitioning down to like the North road, uh, connection. So, you know, you lived in Denver. How did, how did you get back into Missouri? Is this hometown? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I are both born and raised in Missouri. I kind of grew up in Springfield cool. um, is where I'm from. My wife's from a small town just south of St. Louis. And uh, yeah, we were out in Colorado for 13 years total. That's uh, how long we lived out there. We, we moved out there um, just kind of for fun a week after our wedding, uh, just oh, for awesome. some adventure. And uh, my background was in outdoor adventure skills and all that. So I was going to try to get into outdoor leadership stuff and wound up at Starbucks because I needed a job thinking this is what I'm going to do while I uh, figure out the next uh. step. And then I just stayed there for nine years. Um, but then uh, uh, after starting our family, having some little ones in our home, being able to be around other family was just really important because we were alone on our own pretty much the whole time we were in Colorado. We had a lot of great memories and everything. It was just time to be close uh, to, right. to family and connections out here. So came back out this way and uh, took a job with um, a local favorite, Andy's Frozen Custard. Oh, baby. And we I was with Andy's. them for about three years um, as their regional manager and ran all of their locations in st louis um columbia and osage beach were all of my stores nice. and was with them for a long time um but uh uh there were challenges with that workload not being home very often and always tired when i was home and uh, opportunity opened up with uh with north road church to make a change in our 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 home life and my career and that's what ended up getting me at north road instead cool. of in the big corporate ladder and they brought you on to kind of do community development in North Road? Yeah. So the, we know um, Pastor Matt Bardig um, is uh, our, our lead pastor. He's the one that uh, planted the church. And uh, he was my wife's youth pastor 20-something um, years ago. So that was our connection with him. And at the time, uh, just life was just kind of chaotic and, and stressful um, with where I was at the time. And um, and. In my thought, you know, I just needed someone to kind of do some mentorship and just process through some stuff because life was was tough at the moment. 
in a meeting with Matt after we met a few times. Uh, he's like, you know what? We just need you on staff with us and focus on, uh, quote unquote, the customer experience. So my focus at the beginning, I was the uh, assimilation pastor. So from the moment you first had an interaction with North Road Church, um, whether it was on our website, our Facebook page, our live stream, or you actually walked into the building in person, um, what was your experience like? Was it a good quality connection? Was uh, was there someone there to greet you, to hold the door? Those things are simple, but it's mm-hmm. customer service. Right. And a lot of times we're like, we don't want to throw the business term within the church world, but it absolutely, I mean, in many ways, that's what it is. And um, it's a different type of business, right? It's It's very different, but a lot of times we act like they're totally separate. It's like, no, there's customers here. People are coming and donating their time and their money. And it's like, absolutely want to treat them well and make sure that they are valued just like we would at Upshot, correct? Well, and, you know, I think, too, as churches have grown and gotten way more complex and gotten way bigger, you know, probably back in the 70s when you walked into someone's little, you know, Baptist church, it was really hard not to be greeted by everyone. Like, it was almost unavoidable, right? right? But now when we walk into these bigger churches that have a cafe over here, they've got a kid's area over here, that everyone's got, you know, men's groups that they're a part of, and you kind of have all these massive things going on i think it is very simple for and it's happened to me before where i go check out a church and you know maybe i don't even talk to anyone the entire time i'm there no one ever puts a hand out and says hey welcome hey you know what are you what are you interested in uh did you learn anything valuable today would you like to meet someone you know and that's that's part of an important part of any Mm -hmm. anything that you do right is someone walks in and like how do we make sure that we understand how we can serve you right because that's ultimately what we're there for yeah. And how do we connect you? How do we make you feel comfortable? And how do we get you where you need to be to where this is a valuable experience? And it's not just you walking in and getting lost and walking back out. Right. And I feel like a lot of these bigger churches started at these small churches, whereas like we just know that like when people walk in, everybody's going to greet them. But as they get bigger, maybe not even tended to get bigger, just the growth happens. It's like you then need to have some creative plans on how do we make people feel welcome? Because it's harder now. There's thousands of people walking through the doors. So I think it's really smart from North Road side to to hire somebody to really just focus on that specifically. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something that the just customer service. Um, I always liken it to the first time you meet someone, you can tell a lot from that first handshake right? of what your encounter with that person is going to be moving forward. So we wanted to have a plan uh, in place to make sure that that first handshake, so to speak, of the first time you're in contact with our church, are we connecting you well? Um, are we helping you figure out how you can be part of our ministry if you're needing to be ministered to, or you have uh, gifts that you wanted to share with the church? How can you minister to other people? And it's right. just to bridge those gaps. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think the the connection, I already see the connection, but what made you think towards the cafe operation side? Was this your idea thinking about, hey, maybe we get try to get a coffee shop in here, or was this you know somebody else on staff? How did that work out? Yeah, it's kind of a funny story. Is um, one of the projects that I was working on uh, was we were renovating our space, our co- the, the commons area, kind of the lobby area. Um, we just had a whole bunch of high top uh, bar height seating um, all over with uh, these high top tables. And um, I wanted something that was more um, akin to a, a community setting, um, soft sofas sitting around a coffee table, something where you can actually sit and have more conversation. So we took out all those high top tables and we bought a bunch of furniture and one of our elders, um, he and his wife went to Kansas City to pick up this furniture. And while they're out there, their thought was, hey, let's get 
a cup of coffee. We're about to make our drive back to uh, back to the St. Louis area. So they just pulled up their phone and searched local coffee shop and just went to the closest one. And um, as they pulled in, turned out that they were in uh, a parking lot of a church that had a coffee shop that was listed on Google Maps as a coffee shop business and went in. They're like, hey, this is actually great. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they went in. The service was awesome. The product was incredible. And um, and uh, and so they had it set up in the church as a way to connect with the community, serve the community and all that. So that started some conversations where we were already having conversations in our church of how can we creatively, uh, creatively um, um, do some sort of fundraising for some other nonprofits that we operate in the church. And so that helped start some other conversations and, and, uh, and we can tie into a little yeah, bit. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. I think it's really cool that they just stopped at a random coffee shop and were like, wait a minute, we could possibly do this as well. Um, that's awesome. And then from the upshot side, what was that connection there? Cause I don't know personally a ton of how that bridge was, was made. Well, we've had a connection with the North Road over off of Jungerman a little bit more. We've done their Fall Fest a few times. I mean, all the pastors come into Upshot and seem to get coffee there. So I think there's just a natural connection of, hey, we, we seem to really get along well. We seem to have similar purposes. And uh, that was also something where we had done that at Waypoint. So I think that was probably right. a big part of it was seeing it already – you know, it's only Sundays there currently. It's not a seven-day public cafe like what North Road is going to do. Um, it's more of just a Sunday thing right now that's going to transition into being open more often. But I think that kind of opened your eyes. And you're like, oh, maybe he'd be open to this. And, and I certainly was. I mean, um, I thought it was a great group of guys. And, and I think it's an area of, of need to have a gathering space out there that can serve their community and, and make great use of that beautiful building that's out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Our building is a former um, car dealership. So it was when, when we assumed responsibility of this building, it was literally just a big empty box. And we've uh, added some extensions here and there and created the space. But um, uh, where our cafe sits originally, that was, uh, I believe, kind of the cubicle space where all of the dealers would sit and like sign all the paperwork huh. with all of the people who were coming in. It's just what was the originally the exterior corner of the building. We just got a big cutout window. And uh, we were using it on Sundays just for serving uh, free brew coffee for any guests who came in on Sunday mornings. We would give you a cup of coffee if that's what you liked. And so we had an operation going there. But it was just a big empty box in the building. And uh, we started looking at it. We're like, yeah, we could absolutely fit uh, a true restaurant-style operation in here. And, um, and we were, as I was touching on a second ago, we've been having these conversations about how can we support these other two nonprofits that we operate through the church. And um, um, one of them is uh, called Divine Nest. It's a uh, foster care uh, services that they provide um, uh, services and ministry to uh, families who do foster care. And then the other is Breeze Gift that um, helps with adoption services. So if you are wanting to adopt a child, um, Breeze Gift comes alongside that. And so we, our plan is using North Road's uh, cafe, the upshot at North Road Church, 
any profit that we have at the end of paying our bills and everything, 100% of our profits are being poured directly into those two nonprofits. So cool. And so it's just a creative way to be able to be have our doors open to the community, provide a, 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 a nice space for people to come in and hang out, get a good cup of coffee. We have a lot of commuters coming from Troy, Lincoln County, on their way into the city to work in the morning. We can serve them in the morning. But ultimately, we just wanted a way to where we could support these other um, nonprofits uh, in a super creative way without putting extra strain on the church and anyone in the community that can come in and know uh, when they're buying um, the tremendous Upshot product <laughs> at North Road Church, it's going to be going right into um, serving uh, you know, a, a population in our community that oftentimes could end up being neglected or just forgotten about. For sure. That's so, like, it is very creative in that way. And like, it's just the new way of business and church working together of like, how can we use business to, you know, pursue the kingdom? I, lo- I love the idea. Um, and I don't know if you knew about this, but um, I went to college and got a ministry degree. And um, I didn't know my, yeah. my senior okay. year. I did a uh, project. I was going to get in the youth ministry. I did a project over um, some sort of ministry and it, I love coffee. I always had and did a project over um, coffee shop ministry and what that looks like. And it's, it's funny because I was like, maybe, you know, maybe we go back home and, and, you know, I always loved Upshot and I was like, maybe we give it a shot and see what ministry could look like in this context. And, um, yeah, it's crazy how, you know, before I got on, there was no waypoint connection. There was no, none of this. And it's like, as soon as I got on, it seemed that like the connection started to be made and that, you know, God was just moving in this, this space. And, um, I think it's really cool just to see how it has evolved, um, especially like something like this is really sweet. Yeah. I mean, something I've always had in the back of my head is we wanted to be careful that it didn't just turn into an amenity of the church where, um, you know, I I wanted to come get a good cup of coffee um, in a safe place where I didn't have to interact with other people. Like I didn't want it to be something along those lines. We wanted it to be um, genuinely, it's open to um, open to the community um, and people are coming in, you can have your Bible studies or book studies or um, just other parent groups come in and have a meeting. And we've right. got an amazing product we'll, we'll sell you. Um, we've got uh, events going on in our building almost every day of the week. Constantly large groups of people are coming in and using our building, and they're not all uh, ministry-related. Um, but I didn't want it to just be you know, that amenity that's uh, something cool that we can just say, hey, look at the shiny thing that we have. Um, and, and so being able to set it up this way, it's just, yeah. It's There's a purpose. Exciting. You're you're to gather community and use that building to bring people into the building. And, you know, you're to support these two charities that are so important to the church. And this is a way to do that. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome to have that mission going into it and have a clear, clear idea of what the purpose is for this. Right. And that was one thing that was important to us is we wanted the church to be able to use this cafe in the way that best suited the church. Yeah. Right. So it's set up to where you guys have licensed it and you guys are operating it and you guys are in control of the way that you utilize this cafe for the church and that community, which has been a really neat thing um, for us to see is, you know, it's going to be open more than just on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at five to six days a week right now, currently, yeah. roughly. Yeah. And those be things that evolve as they get open and they see how the cafe is going to function really well. But the goal is to have it open to the public. The goal is to have people grabbing to-go orders. The goal is to be having studies there and groups meeting there and people working remotely from there. Mm-hmm. But you want it to be something that's there to be used by everyone um, and connect people. Yeah. And I think this is a good transition to the next question I had is um, what intrigues me so much about 
um, using coffee shops um, as like a modern day church is that it isn't tied to this like domain. Like it is, it's a upshot in many ways. Like people are coming in and, and anybody feels welcome, right? And anybody comes in and can have conversations at tables and get served. Um, and I think that's the beauty of it is there's no barrier at the coffee shop, right? You can feel, feel welcome. Um, and I think that was so intriguing to me. And I think uh, it's so cool t- to tie this business in with a church, but also make people feel welcome that aren't Christians, right? And it, it ties so much into the lessons I learned at Starbucks with um, one of the, the terms that Howard Schultz, the kind of founder CEO of Starbucks, um, term he always used for their locations was third place. So home is your first place. Work usually is your second place. What's your third place? What's the place you go to when you're wanting to have a community moment with another person? Uh, where can you go to relax, recharge? And so he um, used that verbiage constantly with Starbucks. It's your third place outside of home, outside of work, where you can connect with other people. And that just so ties into what church is it's not your home with your family it's not where you're spending so much of your time at work but it's that other place where you're connecting with other people you're finding and fulfilling purpose in your life and pouring into the lives of other people yeah. and to get to do that with coffee like that's so awesome. cool well and the, the unique thing with coffee is you like if people think that there's only like one type of person that comes in through my store a stereotype of people that get uh, you know upshot coffee but I think you've probably seen it and everyone's seen it that's actually worked there. When you're seeing an upshot, it's every walk of life congregating underneath that one roof. There is no stereotype of the people that come and get coffee. It is really this beautiful thing where when you look out, you've got every age enjoying coffee. You've got people working remotely by themselves with a pour over. You've got a group of, you know, six ladies enjoying their lattes. You've got these three dudes that just finished their CrossFit workout in the park, all drinking cold brew together. And it's, it's really has the power to, to gather a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life that can then find themselves in one situation and get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it cool. It really and... connects people. Well, if you're, if you're willing to do that, and that's one of the things I love about working in it so much yeah. is the amount of variety that we get to have exposure to. Well, and, and that is like the perfect segue. I, I already kind of mentioned it. And the next question is how do we see church and coffee kind of working hand in hand? What are some of the um, I, I really want to know what are some of the concerns you have with it? Cause I know that is a tough, it's a tough question, but like, what do you see there being, um, some, some struggles you guys may deal with, uh, with maybe being within the church or, um, what do you think you guys are going to benefit from that? Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, my biggest mental hurdle at the very, very beginning when we started having this conversation is I wanted to be a good steward of our resources. Churches, um, operate based off of giving of our church membership. Um, People give um, willingly and sometimes sacrificially out of their own income to support the church. Um, I wanted to make sure that whatever we did, whatever choices we made, that we're being good stewards of that and we're not just flippantly just throwing money around. Yeah, we're getting some really cool equipment, but I promise it has a, a big purpose to it. Absolutely. And then on top of what is the profits going to, it's like, we know exactly where we wanted this to go to, and there's actual pointed ministries that were or non for profits that we're pouring into. Because I think a lot of times you hear these blanket missions words, or you hear this blanket outreach, and like the, all the money is going to outreach, but there's no pointed 
mission that we're, we're actually looking at. And that's when I get a little concerned, like, well, what is outreach, right? Like the fact that you guys have two organizations that you are pouring straight into is, is awesome. I think it's, it's the way to do this. And I think you guys are doing a good job. I'm excited to see how it, it transforms. And they both already have like massive, massive, um, uh, followings in the community from people who have either received services from them or they already do so much with fundraising and, and connecting with people in the community for other events when they're just trying to get the word out or to raise funds for their own organizations. So whenever we open, we we know we've got um, a lot of people that are going to be seeing us on these other Facebook pages or all of the other um, uh, stuff that we put out there for our grand opening. Like, th- There's going to be a lot of local support just because these other two organizations that are going to receive from it have massive followings and only because of the work they already put in to build their community, we get to kind of reap that benefit. But then circularly, it goes, the benefit goes to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, kind of getting to our, our next question is, where do you see this in a few years um, down the line? And we don't have to be talking 10, 20, but more just like in a few years, what, what I guess in the end, what does success look like for you guys in two, three years? Um, where do you see this um, kind of transforming over the next few years, <laughs> that's a that's a tough question. Just uh, um, I'm so linearly focused that right now, just getting the place open is. Uh, and I think it's the is that first correct yeah. perspective because yeah. if you're thinking five years from now and you have yet to open, I would be a little concerned because you need to see what it looks like tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But I really do want to see in um, in our first full calendar year of being open, just kind of the the goal that uh, I've I've kind of placed out there for my own. Um, my own sanity. Uh, I want to see at least a, a six-figure amount of money that's being split between these two organizations as a donation. Like I, I want to hit a six-figure amount that is just going straight to them, um, and and that's just kind of my my hurdle that I've put out there. Yeah. And um, I would love to see that in its first full year. Um, if it's uh, you know down the road later, um, it's all going to be a benefit. But I really want to hit it well fast. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's a good, just to have some sort of idea and number in mind is like smart because um, you got to have some sort of pointed goal to, to look towards because you get to the end of the year and you go, what do we do? And we didn't even have a goal we had in mind. Um, so I like that you do have a pointed idea of what um, somewhat of a, you know, um, if you don't hit those numbers, it's not like failing, right? Like, But it's just the target, right? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so I mean, really, I want to, for our listeners that are, are tuned in, because we do have a lot of um, church listeners, right? We have a lot of non, non-Christian listeners. Um, how can our listeners support um, this operation? And Because I think uh, just maybe more than just showing up, do you have, do you have anything um, that comes to mind when I say that? Yeah, they can absolutely, um, if they just had other interest in um, the work that's being done with uh, Divine Nest or Breeze Gift, um, checking out their websites or their Facebook pages. Um, so like I was saying, the um, there's a lot of children um, that are to no fault of their own in really difficult situations in life. Um, uh, and, and being able to be there for them and to provide care and love and a, a, a good home environment um, that otherwise may not be available to them. Um, check out Divine Nest. Check out Breeze Gift. Um, and 
any of you listeners that are out there that, you know, maybe even just think to yourself, is that something that I might be thinking about um, opening my home to foster care? Or, um, you know, maybe some of our kids are grown and getting ready to move out of the house and we still have, uh, a, you know, a spare bedroom or another room that we could bring in another kid for adoption. Um, that that just be such a great way to change someone's life to change the um, future trajectory of someone who otherwise just might not have the best shot uh, yeah. in the world. So I, I would challenge everyone, just just think about that a little bit. And that's way more than a Christian or non-Christian thing. Yeah, I absolutely. Think that's the beauty of it is like, no matter where you walk in life is, if you grew up in the church, if you aren't a uh, Christian at all, it's like, this is something that, you know, we can all support as the humans, right? And um, yeah there's a common goal. And I, I think that's sometimes where the people outside of the church are like, well, I don't even know, understand the goal that you guys are going for. It's like, but something like this is very easy to get behind. It's like helping foster kids and like everybody, everybody, I, I hope so at least is, is up for helping that cause out. Correct. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much to navigate in the courts and all the paperwork, red tape. There's just so much that goes on through all of that. It's challenging for anyone that um, if, if you don't have a resource in your back pocket or a team supporting you and behind you. Um, so that's another just massive part that these two organizations play. And uh, just to be a part of that any way you can is greatly appreciated. Yeah, and I know, like, my wife's family was, I mean, when I first started dating my wife, they were still fostering um, kids. And I know from talking to them over the years, like, you pay for a lot of stuff out of pocket. You know, the state's going to give you the very bare minimum. Um, and if you want to give the kids the life that you're, you're trying to give them, a lot of stuff's going to come out of pocket. So a lot of those foster families aren't only sacrificing their time and their home and their, you know, just their own family time. They're inviting other people into that, but they're also spending hard-earned money to try help take care of these kids. And there is a cost to that. So it can be extremely valuable. And then on the adoption side, we have friends going through that currently. And the amount of money time and disappointment when things just fall apart the last minute um it is a very expensive proposition to try to adopt kids and i know that's something that it seems to be more and more where people have trouble having kids and so it's something that's needed more and more and more so for me those are two incredible things to support and something that i know just in my own personal experience there's a big demand for here so i would imagine there's a big demand for it everywhere yeah absolutely um yeah, and that, that, I mean, from the most part, that was most of the questions I had. I think you've done a really good job summarizing North Road and their goal and then how Upshot comes within that, um, and then some of your background, too. I think you've done a really good job just breaking that all down. Um, but before we close, kind of, do you got any questions you wanted to ask, Jimmy? Is there any uh, stuff that you're excited about? Any any thoughts on your mind? I'm excited to see how this is going to work with inviting people into a you know a building that you know, is essentially gathering community inside a church. Um, I'm excited to see how it works. I'm excited to see the impact these guys can have. I'm excited for to watch the community come out and support these guys. Um, I think there's a lot of positive things that are going to come out of it, yeah. along with a lot of really good coffee and, you know, a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of positive things that will come out of it. For sure. So I'm excited to get behind these guys. I mean, um, I think part of the reason I had enough comfort going forward doing this, you know, is Jimmy's background of, you know, working his way up in coffee and then, you know, running franchises and then developing community inside a church. It's almost like his career kind of took him to this point to where he was sitting here ready for it, had the right opportunity and then the right people behind him that it just made sense to, to do all of this right now. So it's exciting because I feel like 
we're able to do this with someone that's kind of been built for it as well. Yeah. And for us to be able to pair with someone that already has the coffee shop expertise. Right. To have uh, uh, the thought in the back of my head of having to do this from scratch uh, on our own just was so daunting and scary. So to be able to pair with yeah. with you guys at Upshot uh, ha- has just been amazing. You guys have been so helpful. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's something that when you look around a lot of churches, a lot of churches are trying to figure out how to have community and how to utilize coffee and food to gather people in the building. And, and I know Waypoint's goal with it, and I'm sure your guys' point goal of it too was to get people to walk out of Sunday service at noon and get a coffee and a breakfast sandwich and hang out in that lobby with six random families you were in church with, right, instead of just – saying hi to people for five minutes after church, getting in your car, and then going to Applebee's with your in-laws or whatever, the same thing you do every Sunday. So it's kind of almost like creating opportunity to connect with people that wouldn't necessarily, you don't have to plan it out two weeks in advance. You're going to be looking at them and go, hey, you want to go grab a coffee and catch up for 30 minutes at Upshot while we're here together? And like we create these opportunities for people to connect. And I think that's something that we're all struggling with right now. Totally. I think, you know, for me, like a lot of the people that I used to spend a lot of time with before Corona – those relationships have kind of changed. And so it's, you know, you're almost trying to figure out like, how do I invite people into my life? How do I invite someone to coffee? Cause everyone's kind of gotten in their own remote patterns. Right. So it's, how do we create that? How do we encourage that? And how do we pe- get people to invest in each other again? And from a, from a, I can only speak from a guy's perspective, but I know there's a lot of, Hey man, let's catch up and nothing ever happens. From nothing. That. And I think it's so hard to find times to meet in a community space, but when you're already there, it's like, yeah, Hey, let's do this. Like we can right now, you know? So I, I love the idea of it. And, um, I think it's going to be really cool to see where it goes, but do you have a, an idea of an opening? Is there kind of TBD? Uh, just, just to give a it's people slight, an idea. Yeah. Slightly TBD, but we're, uh, we're aiming for that first, uh, week of April. Um, up for, up for shifting, obviously like all openings are. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a, a it's not a hard date. It can be a, <laughs> ju- yeah, just that moving target is tough and that's been one of our biggest challenges. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the sooner we can get the doors open, the sooner we can have an impact on life. So we are pushing hard to yeah. get that. And you guys have had a lot of people helping you out of the church, out of the goodness of their yeah. heart. A lot of people volunteering on electric plumbing, just mm-hmm. doing a lot of really cool stuff to help you guys bring this thing in. You know, way under cost, of very what? economically to where you can give back way quicker. I mean, if you come back behind our counter, it, it's not um, what you would think as an amateur setup. It's been very professionally put together. But yeah, so many a lot um, of people have been donating their time. People coming in and giving of their experience and their knowledge as professional electrician, professional plumber. Mm-hmm. And then they're just coming in and they just want to give it as a gift, their time to put yeah. this together professionally. It's been those are the amazing, amazing things that can happen in a church, right? Like I can't yeah. get a plumber to show up to, if I pay him $10,000 to run some stuff for me. Like it's hard. It's been hard right. the last couple of years to find people to get this stuff done. But then within a church body, you'll get people that step up and donate their time and give it to you. Like the difference in that is just, it's a really unique thing. Yeah, it's I mean, really cool to huge. see the way people choose to use their time when they understand the purpose for it. Absolutely. Massive shout out just to all of the guys that have been in there and are there right now as we're recording this, they're in there uh, doing more. When so, I know yeah. your right-hand man has been Dan Paget. He's been yep. working around the clock trying to manage all of this along with you. So we've got some very key people there that I would like to just thank and say, you know, you guys have been awesome with Jimmy and helping us all out and getting us to the finish line. And uh, we, we've seen a lot of beautiful things come out of that so far. So from my heart and I, you know, thank you guys for, for doing it the way you've been doing it. Cause it's been awesome to watch. Cool. Yeah. Thank and you. Jimmy, we're, we're super excited uh, for this opportunity to have you on kind of the, the upshot team. And, uh, 
what you can expect from us is constant innovation on the coffee side, constant checkup on baristas and, and just helping out in any way. Cause I, I love the idea of like, let's go to somebody that has done this before instead of just being like, we're just going to do this because you know, the opportunity of something manifesting and then it falling apart because, Oh, we didn't actually realize all the, the little steps involved, but the fact that you have experience and that we've been, you know, roasting for a year plus now and uh, we're just super excited for the opportunity. So, um, yeah, I just want to, want to tell all of our listeners that we're, we're ready for, uh, you guys to support some of this, uh, North Road's operation, and we'll, we'll see North North Road North operation. Road. North <laughs> Road. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm excited to you know have a podcast in a few months from now, and and a checkup and see how it's been going. Yeah, very excited. Thank you guys. No problem. Awesome guys. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, be on the lookout for more Upshot related content, and we will talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.